welcome to the Solely Human podcast. My name is Jasmine Naomi and I'm your host. I am a social worker that is currently practicing as a clinical therapist, meaning I'm providing mental health services, individual therapy, group therapy, family therapy, and right now I'm working with foster youth. So if this is your first time listening to Solely Human, I'm a therapist. I wanted to make a podcast. This is my podcast. Typically, we talk about things, all types of things related to mental health or social work or healing and growing. So if any of those things interest you, hang out with me for a little while. This week's episode is a continuation of last week's episode. So if you haven't already, tune in. It'll give you a little bit more context. But nonetheless, to give you guys a quick summary... We spoke on what generational trauma might look like in specific to my foster kids who are currently residing at an STRTP and the clients I was previously working with a few weeks ago being my adults uh, that were justice involved. So coming out of prison, coming out of jail, trying to transition back into community. I was talking about how I'm just trying to figure out what needs to happen between point A and point B to support my kids and support the adults that I previously worked with and hopefully will work with again in the future to reach a better outcome, to just have better, healthier life circumstances. Because as a social worker, when you're constantly working with these vulnerable populations, it's like, ah, what needs to change? Because this is ridiculous, you know? Working with so many people that have experienced so much traumatic, crazy shit that they didn't deserve to ever experience in the f- at any point, but likely and commonly in the future continue to do these things to their kids. And this is the cycle that I'm referencing. The adults I worked with, a lot of them were foster youth at some point. And I'm going to speak specific to one of my clients for HIPAA purposes and to maintain confidentiality. I will say that the client I will be referencing, I will call him Don. We're going to go with Don. My client's name is Don and he's between the age of 30 and 40 years old. Don was a foster youth for most of his life. He entered the system at about six years old and was in the system until he aged out at, I think for him at the time was 18 or it may have been, yeah, I think it was 18. So he was in the foster system most of his life. Currently, now he struggles with his anger. So when I say struggles with anger, I mean any little tiny thing and my client is punching something, breaking something, sometimes punching someone, someone else's things. And so his history is just in and out of jail for a bunch of things that were a result of his anger. So he came to me in the assessment and he said, I'm tired of catching cases because of my anger. That was his thing. He wanted to work on his anger and... In doing so, he was also trying to work to reunify with his kids 
So his kids were under the age of 16, and they had been in the system at this point for two to three years. So right now, Don is working towards getting his kids back, and he has been doing great with his visitation and doing all the classes that he's supposed to do because if you have a kiddo in foster care and if the court has decided that it's safe for them to remain in your care, then you have to typically take certain classes and follow through with what the court orders and then you guys can explore reunifying with your kiddo. So he was in that process. He was doing great at attending his classes and things, but the court was still worried about his anger and him being able to parent in a way that is safe and healthy, which is totally understandable. So my client, having been through foster care most of his life, now as an adult has complex trauma that has been suppressed because he explained to me that this is the first time he has ever gone to therapy in his life. He explained to me that as a foster youth, he did receive therapy because it's required, but he wanted nothing to do with it. And he just told the therapist what they wanted to hear. And it, nothing, nothing at that time mattered to him. So at this point in time, between 30 and 40 years as an adult, is the first time he's really exploring his mental health or even being comfortable with talking about anything having to do with his emotions. This man experiences only two emotions, neutral, not even happy, neutral and angry, livid, furious. There's no in-between. And he explained that sometimes he does feel sad, but he hates feeling sad and very quickly it turns into anger. So these were the things we were talking about and working on, but can you imagine after spending... 10, maybe more years in foster care, going into your adulthood, never addressing anything that's ever happened to you, and just continuing on with the things you're supposed to do as an adult. Everything internally being completely ignored and uh, just really shoved down deep so that you can function daily. Because if you're not given any understanding of why you're feeling the things you're feeling or how to work through your feelings, you're going to ignore them. You're going to shove them down deep so that you can get through what you need to do each day, whatever, go to work, go to school, whatever it may be. So now my client uh, is working towards getting his kids back and is trying to improve his mental health, his quality of life. Do you guys see the cycle that I'm referencing? It's upsetting. If someone were to meet Don, you know, on the street, whatever, in front of the store or something, and let's say your encounter with him is something happened and, uh, I don't know, he threw a trash can, it broke, and I don't know, he punched his fist into the wall and then he left that interaction and drove away and you're just observing this happen, right? One might look at him and as that's happening, be like, this person is crazy. This person is a danger to others. This person, what is wrong with him? And talk all the shit, right? Say all a bunch of different things. As humans, we're very quick to judge others on what we see. 
because we have a bunch of preconceived standards or expectations for humanity across the board in our brain. Each of our perceptions of others are based on what we know to be quote unquote normal. However, remembering that each of us is solely human would mean that we know nothing about each other just in passing. If you were to hear what Dawn uh, goes through weekly, then that level of anger, you would understand it. That is not to justify uh, the actions taken when he's that upset, right? Uh, we have to still, as humans, take accountability for our actions so that we can hopefully do something better and different in the future. But the understanding is the part that's crucial because if you can understand why someone might respond a certain way, then it might be a little easier for you to empathize. My client, Don, now as an adult, he had in his entire life between six and, and now at his age, between 30 and 40, only had two people that were his support. And those were his siblings. Aside from that, he was in a series of unsafe environments. He was surrounded by uh, community violence. He was abused and neglected. And so now, as an adult, again, has not been given the basic knowledge of feelings being valid, the basic knowledge of how to cope with feelings, the basic knowledge of what's healthy and unhealthy in any relationship, for him more specifically in romantic relationships. We don't know what we don't know. And as humans, we have all had different experiences that have given us different knowledge and different awareness on different things. With my foster youth, again, all of them are extremely high risk. I'm talking suicidal ideation weekly, daily, um, running off campus, engaging in unsafe behaviors, uh, physically aggressive, verbally aggressive, just escalated all the time. As a therapist, my job right now and my role is to help them process, is to help them learn how to regulate themselves. Because even as adults, guys, sometimes we suck at regulating our emotions. So, I'm supposed to work with these kids on processing and working through their emotions and helping them communicate with others around them and just how to feel better because some of them are diagnosed with anxiety, depression, ADHD. So that's my role. But I spend a lot of time thinking about what more needs to be done between my client right now that's 10 years old and my client from a few weeks ago that is 22 or 31 or 53. I just feel like more needs to happen. More needs to be happening to better educate those around us, to better educate our youth, uh, to better educate our parents, which by the way, educating our youth is the same thing as educating our parents. And educating our parents is the same thing as educating our youth because of the cycle, because of the generational trauma that just continues to cycle through. 
there are lots of resources available. There are lots of different platforms that people use to talk about mental health, to talk about trauma-informed care, to talk about the impact of trauma. These are just my thoughts. These are just my thoughts on the fact that I think a lot needs to happen to ensure that our foster youth, and not just foster youth, youth in general, youth that may not be in foster homes but are still having a difficult time processing the things around them or working through their own emotions or working through things that are going on at home and to just uh, normalize the discussion of uh, mental health especially because culture has a huge influence on how we see the term mental health it's, a, it's pretty taboo in a lot of different cultures and or it's seen as purely crazy, which is not the case. So I'm excited to talk more about this with you guys. Uh, Soli Human does have an Instagram and Soli Human does have a TikTok. So any thoughts, any feelings, any type of discussion you guys might have about anything that I've said either on last week's episode, today's episode, or any episode in general, please tap into Solely Human social media. I'm excited to talk more about these things with you guys. And in the future, I'm excited to talk with you guys about these things on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Jasmine Naomi, and I'm your host here on the Solely Human podcast. Episodes do release weekly on Mondays on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Original music was done by Nathan Salau, and all editing was done by Kevin Spire. Thank you guys so much, and have a beautiful week.